0: we're ready to get started okay so we're talking understanding time let's go over what time is there's a debate of what time is time is under two theories there's two theories about what time is either time is a river or time is a book okay if time is a river then as at if you are in a canoe and if you see a rock uh up uh up the stream from you as the rock gets closer and closer, you, since you're in a river, you can maneuver around the with the rock or not. You have control of your destiny. Okay, but the closer the rock gets to you, the harder it is to well, to maneuver. And once the rock passes you, everything behind the boat is concrete and cannot be changed. So. Under, under the, uh, the theory that time is a river, it is you have free will and, and you, have, you can make decisions in your life. That is what in the West we believe time is about, is that we have all these decisions that we make on a daily basis. If we quit our job, keep our job, get married, don't get married, everything like that. We believe that way. In the East, they believe differently. And in the Bible, they believe differently. They believe time is a book. And the book was published long time ago. Okay. You are just flipping the pages of the book one day, one page at a time. But basically your life and what you're going to do in your life is already written. This is what the Bible talks about is that, is, is that, is that God already know what you're going to do. He already know your your future, your destiny. Uh, everything is already laid out. This is what the Greeks believed. That's the reason why the Greeks talked about divine destiny and 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 what life was about is about playing your part, doing your role, because it have already, your life have already been laid out. Okay, we don't like that concept because we want to believe that our life is not predestined that we have choices to make. But either way, that is the two understanding that science have of time. Now, since time, since we know the past, we have always been trying to figure out the future and trying to figure out is there a way of altering time? And this is something that people have worked on for a very long time. So, uh, the you know, the first in the modern age, What changed is Tesla and Einstein and some of their ideas. And some of their ideas was mind-blowing, okay? Because Tesla thought that everything was a frequency. And Einstein came up with the thing that, that, that basically everything in the universe cannot be created or destroyed. And that everything is a form of energy. And this was just mind blowing to the people of Europe and to the scientists of Europe. And something strange happened in the 1920s. And this is where we get out of, we're gonna go into a real story that nobody never heard. And most people, um, they have tried to get this out of the consciousness of most people, but this was heavy documented back when it happened. And we're going to talk about a person. Her name is
1: Charlotte Keppels.
0: Okay, Charlotte Keppel. She was a nun. Okay. She was a nun in Ireland. And she got expelled from the convent because she was fascinated with Tesla's work. Einstein worked and in the convent she was doing experimentation. She was making Tesla coils and things. this was back in the 1920s. she actually blew up part of the uh, convent and they kicked her out okay <laughs> But her ex she had a theory which this theory may it holds water but she had this crazy theory that she had. She had this theory that since we at night can look at stars and stars are, uh, you know, thousands of light years away, uh, tens of thousands of light years away. And is that and that we can see the light from the past. So she theorized that if we can see the light from the past, that everything in the past must be recorded. And 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 that's the reason why 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 we can see the light of a star that is you know if a star is ten thousand light years away we're seeing the star of that light as it was ten thousand years ago. So she believed that everything in the galaxy in the universe was recorded, and if you wanted to see something that happened in the past, you just needed to pick up on that recording. A crazy theory. So she made this device, okay? And this device she made in the late 20s, early 30s, and it was called a chronoscope. And we're gonna show you a picture of her discovery. And this was mind-blowing. This is her in the early, uh, early 30s with her chronoscope. It was like a movie projector And it had all of these Tesla coils on top of this machine. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this machine could do really strange things. And this was documented in all kind of papers and everything. With her machine, she could pick up on wavelengths from the past. So what she could do, which she's demonstrated in Ireland and several places, she could go to a street and turn her machine on and dial back to a year, and it would show you what that street looked like 20 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago. Now, to us, this is mind-blowing. This, this is fantasy. This is something which is science fiction. But this was documented by scientists. This was documented by everybody. It was written up in newspapers. The government knew about it. Uh, people was, you know, a, a lot of the scientists didn't understand how this machine worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she had it. And then she started to get in trouble with it. She got in trouble with the Catholic Church because since she could show past events, she started to look into some of the Catholic saints, I mean, you know, some of the big Catholic up. Uh, People of her time and she could see some of their past history and some of these people history wasn't as bright as it should be we'll just say that and this made these people look bad and they started to complain yes
1: okay Melinda has a question where is the machine now?
0: okay we you're getting ahead of the story you okay. gotta wait okay, okay. now now <laughs> gotta wait. she got she got in trouble with the Irish government. Because, you know, every country have their heroes and everything. And she could play back what the heroes of Ireland did. And some of these people wasn't as historic as they should be. Okay. And this was making her in trouble with the Irish government. And she was showing this machine to other people. And uh, this machine was very controversial. There was protests in Ireland over this thing. And, uh, and the Catholic Church was really pissed off. The government was mad. And then she got kidnapped by the Nazis. The Nazis kidnapped her, st- st- stole her machine, and took her and her machine to 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 uh, Berlin. Okay. Because the Nazis in the early 30s was trying to prove something. They was trying to prove... Hitler was trying to rewrite world history. Hitler was trying to say that that okay. According to the Romans in all ancient books in Europe, the German people was the ancient barbarians that the Germans that the, that the Romans talked about. These people that wore animal skins and had axes and drunk beer that lived north of the Rhine River. Hitler was saying that the German people was not those people. That the German people was these people that lived in in Scandinavia and they was nobles. Those crazy people that was wearing those animal skins those was the poles those was not the germans so hitler wanted her machine to prove the real history of the german people well her machine was showing things that the nazis didn't really appreciate okay and she was getting in very big trouble over there and the and the head scientist and, and of the nazis that was helping her was tampering around with her, with her machine he ended up getting electrocuted and died they was going to execute her and destroy her machine and then the allies the catholic church arranged they they broke her out of prison and they snuck her to uh, switzerland And after she went to Switzerland, she was never heard of ever again. The machine never was heard of again. She went, uh, the history, you know, basically it was just written out of history. But if you write her name in, and I'm going to post some stuff about her later. This was a real lady. They actually made a movie about this a few years ago, about her life. And what happened to her in Switzerland since the Nazis were still looking for her to kill her, she probably went back to the convent. Since she was helped to, to get out of the country by the Catholic Church, she probably went back to the convent and spent the rest of her life in a convent somewhere. So, that's the end of what is called the, with the chronoscope. And again, this is what she looked at like, and this is her machine. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So, that's God. Nobody knew what happened. This is not fantasy. This is reality. Then something, it popped up. Something popped up in the early 60s. A, uh, a This was a Catholic priest in Italy. It's another Catholic priest started talking about the machine that the Catholic Church had in Rome. Mm -hmm. And the name of this Catholic priest is?
1: Pellegrino Amiti.
0: Okay. He was talking about in Rome, the Catholic Church had this machine, Mm -hmm. which was a different machine. It was probably a, uh, she probably helped make a new machine. According to him, he was saying that several people who worked on the atomic bomb project worked on this machine, and they and they got this machine going. But the name was different. It was no longer called a chronoscope. Okay. The machine, the name of their machine was called a chrono...
1: Chronovisor.
0: Chronovisor, okay. And a chronovisor, mm-hmm. this is what this machine supposedly looked like. It was a big giant machine hooked up to like a big computer, okay. Well, a big machine that was like a, it had all kind of electronic equipment. But this machine was different from hers. This machine could see the past and the future. Okay, and according to this father, who was an Italian priest, the Catholic Church had had this machine for quite some time, And he died in the 1990s, this priest. He said that there were several copies of this machine and different people had access to this machine. We're, We're taking questions.
1: Yeah, do you believe there is a machine for the future
0: windows? Okay, this is where we're going to talk about. I believe these chronovisors exist and they're out there. This is why People been trying to figure out on things like The Simpsons and yep. other shows yep. where they can predict something. Like The Simpsons mm-hmm. had a show about Donald Trump coming down the escalator several years before he did that. Yep. And the, and and a lot of these shows and movies talk about... A lot of people was talking about 9-11 and the towers falling down years before they fell down. Because I believe certain people and certain organizations are able to use these machines Mm -hmm. and they're able to tap into these machines. Will they let us see these machines? Of course not, because you're a nobody. And I guess if you're not Trump or somebody really big, You ain't getting close. We have questions.
1: No, they just said the Simpsons have predicted way too much. Makes it kind of creepy. Okay. And
0: this is what I believe these shows are doing. They have these chronovisors. And they are able to see. Now, I'm not saying the entire crew of the Simpsons is probably just one person who is is a member of one of these organizations. And they get a chance to see these events. Okay. Now, there was a problem with these with these chronovisors. Mm-hmm. When it would show the future, it wasn't always 100% accurate on what the future was going to be. And the further you went into the future, remember I gave you the secret word of before, deviation. The more deviation you got from what really happened. And they could not figure out why was there deviation. We're always having trouble with deviation all the time. Okay. So, but these machines could not go into the future or the past. You were just able to view the future or the past. And this is what we can do without a machine, which is something called deja vu. See, remember, if if your life is a book, and you're flipping one page at a time. Sometimes you cheat and you wonder, I wonder what's going to happen to this person. And you flip 20 pages and say, oh, this is what happened. And this is what deja vu is. Sometimes you get a glimpse of what's going to happen in the future. And you have that dream or that vision about something that's going to happen five, 10 years in the future. And then it happens and you're, you're shocked. You have a chronovisor, I guess, upstairs in your head, but it doesn't always work. Yes, Mm -hmm. we have a question.
1: Yeah, from Jason. Does slip space exist?
0: Slip space? Okay, we're going to talk about something else that I think you're hinting about, but that is something different. Okay, and he's talking about the slipstream is known as something else. And we're going to cover that a little bit later. But at first, I want to talk about finish talking about these machines that could view the future in the past, but they was only able to view. And according to these uh, machines, they have been able. According to people that have seen these machines, they have been able to go back to see Christ back in his days. They have seen Mozart play in certain theaters. Because to see an event, you have to zoom not only on that location, but on a location at a certain date, at a certain time. And you can zoom in on that location, and you can view that location. So if you want to see the Battle of Gettysburg and what happened, you just... Tune in and you can watch the battle. And maybe that general was not as historic as he was supposed to have been. Okay. But this is what these machines are doing. Now. This is the part that we know about. But we wasn't satisfied with just seeing the future and the past. You want to do more than just see the future and the past. So. Now we're going to bring up our next subject. Okay, wait.
1: There's one, one more question. Yes. saying, Do they have transport machines?
0: Transport machines is... Okay, we're not to that subject yet. We're talking about the other thing. But this is leading into our next subject. Because they was not satisfied with just viewing the future and viewing the past. Some people want to actually go there. So, we're back again to Tesla. Remember that lady was playing around with tesla stuff. So we're back again with tesla. Mm-hmm. And to an event that happened in the in well well in the early 40s. Mm-hmm. Remember, in the early 40s we was fighting World War 2. And we was sending supplies from America to England. And the Germans had all those submarines out there sinking a lot of our ships and everything. So we had this idea about If we could make our ships invisible to where they would be invisible to minds and they would be visible to the naked eye because those submarines had their periscopes and if they couldn't see the ships, they couldn't launch their torpedoes and sink the ships. Right? So Tesla had this idea about putting Tesla coils on a ship. We're talking about the uh, the Philadelphia Experiment, and he put, and that's a different, we're only going to cover this for a second, because this is a different show we're going to talk about later, about the Philadelphia Experiment. But he put his Tesla coils on there, and when he turned the Tesla coils on the Eldritch and turned it on, not only did the ship become invisible, but a lot of bad things happened. The people that was on the ship, they were saying that they became very. Uh, uh, it was like they was ghosts. They could walk through the walls of the ship, and 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 the ship wasn't covered covered in this green cloud, and. All kind of weird stuff happened. The problem is when they turned the machine off, if you was walking through one of the walls of the ship when the machine was turned off, a lot of the sailors was impaled in the metal of the ship because they was half in one deck and half out of another deck. That probably wasn't a good day. Okay, question.
1: No, we're good. Okay,
0: excellent. So, This is the problem they had there. And with some of these, those was the problem with the people that was on the ship. But several of the sailors, when they was getting dizzy and all this weird stuff off, several of them jumped off. And those sailors kept appearing and reappearing. Like they were stuck in some kind of, vortex. And the ship actually transported itself several hundred miles and transported itself back. And they didn't know what happened. So they took all the electronics off the ship. They cancelled that project completely. And they went to try to figure out what happened with the Eldritch and what happened with this crazy thing that they tried to do Was which was, you know what I'm saying, don't you? Okay. The Philadelphia Experiment. It took them a long time to try to figure this out. Okay, okay. we're doing good.
1: Yeah. Question. Jason yes. says, "Are us humans able to time travel while we are in a deep sleep?"
0: Ah, uh, that is out of body experiences. This is not. We're not talking astral body. They want to take physical body and travel. You're talking astral body, which is your your soul or your ghost, and that is traveling. This is not what the U.S. government is working on, dear this is totally different so we're still moving forward after the philadelphia experiment it took them years to try to figure out what happened and what went wrong and what didn't go wrong this get us from the 1940s to the early 80s where we get into the mall talk, where we get into to something called the montauk project in montauk new york where they set up this next to the Maltauk base in Montauk, New York. And next to it was a base called Camp Hero. And this base went several stories underground. And they was doing some very strange stuff at this base. They was trying to open wormholes. And they was trying to do something called wormhole tunnels. And first, they was just sending very small objects through these wormholes, and they could bring them back. And they was trying to stabilize a wormhole and get it big enough to where a person could travel to. And where would you go in this wormhole? They was trying to make it where a person could go from one place in time to another place in time. Some people say that, We was doing this on our own. Some people were saying that there was some strange creatures on that base that was helping us. Uh, I wasn't there. Uh, I don't know. But they was doing these projects on the Maltauk base. And some people experienced some very weird stuff. Some people went into these uh, wormhole tunnels and never came out. And a lot of weird things happened and the base was finally shut down in the late 80s. And we know where the base went to. Okay, we're gonna talk about that in a minute. Because everything get moved out to the desert. We know that desert, the Nevada desert. And this is where they moved this project to. So this is what happened to this project. We have questions.
1: Uh, Did did technologies of the machine come other dimensions.
0: Okay, let's, we're going to talk about that in a minute, about these other dimensions, because when we talk about dimensions, we don't use that word correctly. Okay, and uh, let's talk about something that these projects turned into. First, we're talking about so in review. First, we had they was viewing time. Okay, they could see the past, they could see the present, they could see the future. First, we had this lady back in the 1920s who made her uh uh her chronoscope. Mm-hmm. Then we had this uh then we had this Italian uh uh uh, uh priest. Who was dealing with a his chrono chronovisors? Yeah, and these chronovisors still exist today, and they're still using them. And uh, but all this stuff is now obsolete. None of this stuff is what are they using today? We're gonna talk about what they're using today, which gonna, and then we're gonna get more into your questions later. But I need to catch you up to speed because. Uh-huh. Explaining what they're doing today answers a lot of your questions. Uh-huh. But now everything is done out in the desert. Okay. okay. They're not doing mall talk. They're not doing wormhole tunnels anymore. Now they're doing something called quantum jumping. Okay. You heard that word "jump for me." They had a movie called "Jumpers," but what is actually called is quantum jumping, and we're going to talk about what quantum jumping is. And this is super deep. If you can figure this stuff out, you must be part genius. Now, the problem with going into the future, the reason why the chronovisors was off, because when you're going into the past, there's only one past. When you go into the future, you get into something called possible futures, which some people want to call other dimensions. But these are possible futures because tomorrow you might quit your job. Tomorrow you may not quit your job. Tomorrow, see, you know, the, that's the reason the further you get out, the more possible futures there are. and with And with quantum jumping... It gets complicated because what you can do in quantum tunnel, quantum jumping using these uh, wormhole tunnels, you can visit these possible futures until you find the possible future that you like. I like this, I like future number four. Then you try to steer reality towards that possible future to where that possible future will become the real future. So it's like a captain steering a ship. We're being steered towards the future that they already saw in the past and they steer that. But this is so complicated because the further you go out, you get into so many possible futures. That's why you gotta get into quantum computers, supercomputers, artificial intelligence. You get into this. And they tested this for the first time. Two events. When we did the Gulf War, the Gulf War and the invasion of Iraq. They wanted to they had the invasion of Afghanistan. They wanted to see what this stuff actually work. So in Afghanistan, we used these things to see what would happen in the possible futures. If we attacked the Taliban in Afghanistan, would the Russians invade? Would Pakistan and India get involved? All those possible futures. Would the war be successful, unsuccessful? This and that. We looked at it and we figured out the conclusion we wanted, and we was able to do it. We concluded that if we invaded Afghanistan, the Russians would stay out, India and Pakistan would stay out, and we would basically defeat the we we defeated the what what the Taliban in less than one month. That is the future that we drove to and we succeeded at that future. We got there. But there was a problem. Even though everything turned out the way we wanted, 17 years later, we're still fighting the Taliban in a quagmire in Afghanistan. That was not predicted in the models. See, the problem is when you get into possible futures and possible this, you get into so many possibilities it's almost impossible to figure this stuff out and before we answer your question we're going back to the bible this is why even the god if you mention the bible even though he probably got a chronograph even though he's probably doing quantum jumping with the creation of man Even the Bible says that God regretted making man. But couldn't he sing by our creation that we was going to go astray and this and that and everything else? See, when you get into possible futures, this is so complicated and so deep. You can't try to figure out every possible explanation, every possible theory, every possible everything. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. Question.
1: Questions, people are just making um, comments. Quantum jumping people have devices on their wrists.
0: Okay, the reason you have to have a device on your wrist because remember, we talked about if you're leaving here and you're planning on coming back, if you're not synchronized, because remember, you, mm-hmm. if you, you know, just like in the last, remember, everything secret society. Remember, in, in the last uh, 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 movie, Endgames.
1: Yeah, that's what someone says. When, Avengers, and Avengers.
0: Remember when uh, Captain America went into the future. He was only gone for a few minutes and came back. But he spent a lifetime with his little girlfriend uh, that he had with the 1940s, which changed the future. That's the reason he came back as an old man. You get what I'm talking about? See, you can do things that can change things. And if you want to come back, if you want to leave here and come back and you're gone for 10 minutes and you want to be back and it's only 10 minutes later, not 20 years later or 50 years later or 100 years later, you have to synchronize everything. And that's the reason Every. This, this is why you need these giant computers. This is so complicated. But everything must be lined up and synchronized. Okay. And this is way beyond me. And this is why they have those devices, because, they, because if they lose their sync with time, they're lost. They can leave, they can leave and come back. And they might come back 20 years in the past, 20 years in the future. It, it's, but you want to leave.
1: So if they back, where do they go? Like what happens?
0: Okay, for example, let's okay. say I jump to I was I'm here right now in Brownsville, Texas. Mm-hmm. I'm going to jump to London, England, have lunch over there and I'm going to jump back. Okay. If I jump back and and the year is 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 2028. 20, I think I messed up. Okay. Because I wanna leave here at eleven o'clock and come back and it'd be twelve o'clock. Or maybe I want to leave here at 11 o'clock and come back at 11.05, but in England I was there for the entire day. Mm -hmm. See, you have to synchronize and figure all that stuff out, and that's why they have these devices that is synchronizing everything. But this is so complicated. So you have to be
1: perfectly synchronized or you're going to...
0: Or your wife is not going to look the same. If you remember, uh, what was in there in that movie? Uh, Austin Powers. Remember, he went back in the past. Everyone got younger except that one lady. She was just as ugly as she (laughs) was. Okay. See, this is the problem. If you're going to be jumping, if you're a jumper, and you're jumping from here to one place to another place, and you're jumping, you have to know the time and place in which you're jumping and you want to come back at exactly the same when you want to come back because you want your wife to be not 20 years older when you come back. You don't want to leave and your your kid's a baby and you come back and your kid just graduated from college. I think you missed out on a few things. Mm -hmm. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So with quantum jumping, you can jump into the future, you can jump into the past, you can do all this stuff. Now jumping into the past is not, I would say not a problem, but this has been documented several times about these jumping people. Let's talk about what happened in New York City. Okay. This was documented back, and I think this was back at back, back, back in around the 1950s. Okay. There was this You know, back in the 1950s, everybody had cars. There was a flash of light in this alley. This guy walked out of the alley and was hit by a car and killed. This guy was dressed like it was a hundred years ago. All of his money was of a hundred years ago. And he had a receipt uh, from from a hotel that that hotel was torn down 60 years ago. Okay, now, where did this guy come from? Was he a jumper? But he jumped in the wrong place because when he walked out of the alley, now maybe in what time frame he was in, it wasn't an alley there. But when he walked out of the alley and got hit by a car and killed instantly, and this have happened two or three times where the, they have found people with, with strange items. Question.
1: Yeah, like Melinda is asking, is there a certain place where you jump?
0: Well, that's a... the reason you got to be very careful mm-hmm. because if you're jumping in, okay, I'm in Brownsville, Texas, right now. No. Okay, okay. I'm in okay. Harlingen, Texas. Okay. okay, and I'm going to jump from 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 the day is what's the date? The date September fourth. September... Okay,
1: twenty
0: nineteen, and I'm going to jump to September fourth, twenty twenty two. And I'm going to jump in this same location. This location could be twenty feet underwater by then. I'm going to drown. Okay. You get know what I'm saying? I could jump here in 2028, and I'm in the middle of a. I mean, I'm in the middle of a freeway, and I could get hit by by whatever vehicle that they're using at that time. See, this is the problem. So, you if you're going to jump. You need one of these chronovisors so you can look and see what is the safe spot I can jump into because just because it's a field now doesn't mean it's going to be a field 20 years from now, right? right. Things move around. And if you're jumping, uh, you know, you got to be very careful. Like that guy who walked to the alley and got hit by a car. Why was he wearing clothes of 100 years ago and had money of 100 years ago? Maybe he was not of our time. You see what I'm saying? Maybe he jumped into our time. But as I said, this has happened two or three times where they have found a person who have had very strange... Okay, there was, there, there was another person of several years ago. This person had money on them, but the money, the years on the coins was of the future not 100 years in the future. He had coins that was like a, a dozen years into the future. Okay, it's the coins that we have today. The coins that we have today, you know, the, the quarters we have, they, they change designs on the back. But the guy, when they got him, they was not changing the design on, on quarters 20 years ago. And when, they, and when this guy was caught with all this strange money, and all these strange years, yeah, today those coins are the coins we have today. But how did he get them 20 years ago? See, people are doing all kinds of stuff. And they're not telling you what they're doing. That's the reason on some of these shows they talk about weird things about, uh, you know, uh, time. Uh, you know, in the future there's going to be something called, uh, you know, you can take a vacation by seeing things in the past or, or visiting things in the past. This is why right before there's natural disasters, a lot of time, like perfect example of this, before 9-11, you had a lot of UFO activity in New York City. Maybe some of those was time travelers. Maybe they wanted to see the buildings before they fail. Maybe they wanted to see the buildings as they fail. Maybe they wanted to play the tapes back and see Did those hijackers really knock those buildings down? Or was that really a conspiracy? Maybe we need to look that up ourselves. You see what I'm saying? See, question.
1: No. no, no. Okay,
0: so this is what the government has now. They got all this stuff in the desert. They're playing around with stuff. But the problem is you can get into something called time loops. Time loops is what... As we talked about before, the movie Terminator is about. Where something in the future affects something in the past and something in the past is affecting something in the future. This is why there's been several uh, programs and books written about people from the future coming back to get an old piece of computer equipment that they need in, in the future. Okay. And and because 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 for example, like I'll, I'll give you an example of why that might occur. See, we have nuclear missiles. We all know that. But the but but the computer to launch the that, that type of nuclear missile was created when that missile was created. So we have some nuclear missiles today that are being launched on floppy disks, which are five by five inch squares because those computers are that old. And if that thing break down, we may not have the, it's hard to get on a phone and say, I need a piece for a computer that was made in 1972. Mm -hmm. How do you get a part for a computer made in 1972? Okay, you get what I'm saying? It's very hard to do. You might want to send somebody back to 1972. He can go to Radio Shack and just buy the part. Right? You see what I'm talking about? Okay. But sometimes the the okay. See, so you have all these stories. Now you can say today. These stories are all made up. But these stories have been written about for hundreds of years. You can go, there's books about people who have went in caves and they came out in different times or they have come out 20 years later. We was talking about this last week. There's a story about this one guy who was a plumber and he was working under the sink in this one house and he kept going deeper and deeper following the lines and all of a sudden he came out in this house he didn't know about. And it was his house in the future and he met his future self and took a picture of him and his future self. And no one's gonna believe that, that's too crazy. But when he came back, he had a picture of him and himself. They both had the same tattoos, the same thing. One is an older version of himself and him. And how do you get a picture like that? And he said that they had a great conversation and everything. And the guy was telling them, you know, how do you do that? Some of this stuff, I you guess you need to be a nuclear physicist or astrophysicist. You just need to be smarter than David Livesey to figure this stuff out. Okay. Because <laughs> some of this stuff is just mind-boggling. Just like this lady in the 1920s, uh, what she was doing. Okay because we don't understand this. This is what Tesla said, is that everything is a frequency. And if you understand frequencies, you can understand everything. And this lady thought, since everything is a frequency, and since we can see stars that have died billions of years ago, we can still see them. She was able to create a device that could just tune in to any event in in time. That's crazy but this is an actual person who actually existed. See, there's a lot of people that make all kinds of inventions. Okay. And these things are actually going on and, and, and this is the problem we have today. The problem is you get, as I told you, get into these time loops where you do something in, in the future and then you you don't like that possible future let's say in in 2029 there's nuclear war we don't like that future so we're going to go back in the past and try to change that future and then by changing the past you end up changing something else that changes something else that changes something that's what the movie 12 monkeys was about they kept trying to going back in the past and changing what happened but it becomes Impossible, because every time you change one thing, something else changes, and then you need to change that, and it just becomes an endless looping. Okay, questions? Or have I just blown everybody's mind?
1: Someone says you should be a history
0: professor. I should be a history professor? (laughs) But you're not supposed to know about this stuff, so how can I I be a history professor? Because this stuff you're not supposed to know. See, when they talk time travel, they're talking fictional. I'm talking for real. I'm not talking fiction. I'm talking about the US government really doing this stuff. The Vatican and other organizations have certain machines. We're not talking fiction. We're talking reality. Okay. They don't want to talk reality. They want you to think that you can just get, in, get inside the DeLorean and just press buttons and voila, you go wherever you want. These machines don't actually work that way. And some people are saying now, which I have no way of knowing, because, see, it takes a whistleblower, somebody's inside, to let us know what's going on. But there are rumors about what's going on in CERN, in in Europe on the French-German border with that uh, 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 five-mile-long linear accelerator over there and some of the things they're doing over there. And you should read about some of the things that people are saying they're doing with that reactor there, that they're opening black holes, this and that, everything else, that they can actually transport people from from one place to another place. I'm not there. Okay, I don't know. This is very scary stuff. This is very scary stuff. Okay,
1: there's an interesting question from Billy. Uh, he says, "I heard that plumber story before." Yes. In an instant, uh, in an instance like that, how do they get back to their present time?
0: Because in that instance, mm-hmm. see, this is what they was talking about in the in the in, in, in the project mm-hmm. when they opened those wormhole tunnels. The problem is, when they was trying to open those wormhole tunnels, the tunnel had to hold together for you to pass through. If the tunnel collapsed and you was in the tunnel, you was gone, you was lost forever. And if you passed through the tunnel see, and the tunnel closed, they had to reopen the tunnel and, and so you could cross back. Okay, in his case, he crossed through that tunnel and crossed back before it closed. Mm -hmm. Now, this is what you see in some of these movies where they have these, uh, you know, see, I don't understand all this stuff, okay? But this is the reason why with these wormhole tunnels that they can create, a wormhole, again, is a connection from point A to point B. And if you open a wormhole tunnel, I'm not going to say they could do this, between the Earth and Mars, and you're sending people through that tunnel to from our base on Earth to our base on Mars, the tunnel has to hold together while they're crossing through that thing. It might only take them uh, two seconds to cross through. But if the tunnel collapses while they're in the tunnel, that's it. Nobody's going to ever find you because you because you're not in our space you're in that's what they call hyperspace see we're crossing through hyperspace hyperspace is in between the spaces okay and you must and the connection is between one one spot and another spot and they're creating a tunnel okay so, we have machines now, and that's the reason you see these movies about these time traveler div- machines, where they come in, or this is what, uh, this thing about the Stargate machine. You see the Stargate, it opens like a big thing, and they walk through, and they, and then it dows, and they can walk back. But these wormhole tunnels is what they was using back in the day. Yes, dear?
1: Melinda says, would you jump? She's asking, would you jump?
0: If I... Okay, to be a jumper. The problem is... It's uh, scary,
1: right? Because, you know...
0: Okay, for one, you you have to have the device. And we have caught some of these people who have these devices on their arms and they just... They just appear out of nowhere and then they do what they're going to do and then they just press a button and they just... You know. Now, maybe that's the technology we have. In the movie jumpers... People was jumping in the bank vaults to steal money. They would do it. Okay, I think the problem is, I see, this is so far out of our head. We are so far behind. Remember, the military, the U.S. government, is at least 50 to 75 years ahead of where we are. Plus, they're getting help from our little alien friends. So is our alien friends really helping us, or are they up to something else? See, they might be helping us to jump, but they might be jumping from their planet to the earth in exchange. See, this is the problem when you're playing with the big boys. You think they're on your side, and really you have no idea what you're doing. You get what I'm saying? This is why there's people that warn about opening doors and opening gates and Pandora's boxes, because we're playing around with stuff. We have no idea what we're doing. What's the next question there?
1: It's just from Billy again. He says, I get... I get how he would get back, but he jumped by accident. So how would
0: he know how to jump back? Okay. If you... Okay. As long as you're doing it in your astral body, Mm -hmm. just like with LSD when I... Okay. okay, we're back. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that was. But remember, with with LSD, when a person... Okay, we're having some kind of technical problem. But when a person... He's (laughs) jumping... You're supposed to not disturb his body because he needs to be able to find his way back. And what happened to a lot of people in L- They would go into a coma and die.
1: Someone doesn't want us
0: to. Whoa. And people are getting really pissed off. Yeah. So we're almost out of time. We're having some technical. The podcast a little bit short, but we're going to try to do the best we can. Yes.
1: It's the aliens.
0: It's the aliens doing their their little thing. Yes, we <laughs> yeah. upset. So, okay. I uh, we're gonna have to go. We're having trouble.